welcome to another episode of the Industrial Real Estate Podcast uh, with uh, Comrio. I'm Edison Vasquez, uh, your host. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I'm glad that we're able to uh, be here today and share another episode of the Industrial Real Estate Podcast. This is episode number 20th. Um, thanks for uh, following us and, and getting through the episode 20. And we'll, hopefully we keep going more. Uh, episodes as we, as we move along. Uh, in episode 20, we are discussing how industrial investors can avoid analysis paralysis. Very common when you, uh, buyers are looking at uh, industrial deals uh, to buy as an investment or as a user. And my name is Edison Vasquez. I'm part of the industrial team here at Conrail. Uh, our team specializes in leasing and sales of industrial properties here in South Florida. And we help customers across the country through a network of CCIM and SIOR. Um, we have customers that uh, need space um, here in South Florida and across the country that we can help them uh, locate space. Uh, you can find me on, uh, on, on Instagram at Edison Industrial, on Twitter at Edison CRE, on uh, LinkedIn at Edison Vasquez PA, and of course you can visit our website at warehousesmarket.com where you can find all our information and our latest listings uh, and you can leave us your comments and, and uh, feedback. You can listen to this podcast um, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play and all the uh, uh, platforms uh, for podcasts. Additionally, you can watch us on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Edison. There you'll see uh, all the episodes in the past. Additionally, all the videos that we make um, with different tips and information on the industrial real estate market. So thanks for following us and thanks for everyone who leaves us uh, their comment and feedback. So episode 20, how industrial investors can avoid analysis paralysis. And that's something common in, in this uh, type of uh, environment where uh, buyers are trying to get a deal, but at the same time, they don't want them want to make a mistake and overpay for a property. So uh, we see this this trend and we see this on a, on a strong market, on a weak market, and we see this from new and seasoned investors who tend to overanalyze an investment or a purchase of an investment. And through that, they miss an opportunity to buy the property. Um, it's totally normal. Uh, we're humans. We don't want to make mistakes. We don't want to overpay for properties. We don't want to lose money. So it's natural for us to have the resistance of, uh, of taking our time and finding all the information. Uh, through our work, we see many buyers trying to find as much information as possible uh, during, the, during the process and um, before even making an offer. And by the time they realize, whether it's a month, two months, or, uh, or days, um, the property is no longer available, the deal is no longer available, so um, the time was wasted in doing those analysis and the property is no longer available. So in, in this, in this uh, um, episode, we try to give you some tips on how to avoid that and uh, explain some things that can help buyers um, uh, go through the uh, process without having to do uh, having to suffer analysis paralysis. And this comes from our our website um, blog that we that we actually just posted on how industrial investors can uh, avoid analysis paralysis. If you go to our website under market resources and blog, you will see our, our blog post and the latest one. Um, it's, it's dedicated to that. So we picked the top five. There's eight total um, uh, tips that can help avoid analysis paralysis. And we, talk, we picked the top five 
that we think are, are, are good. And of course, you can read the entire article in our website and look at all the, uh, the points that we explained. So um, again, um, number one um, is cost. Um, as, as, as always, no surprise, uh, all investors and buyers uh, want to know the cost. They want to ask the price. What is the price? What are the terms? What is the um, a seller willing to sell it for? What can I make a deal at? And 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 it's, and it's true. We want to understand the cost and pay pay the right price, and we want to uh, get a deal and not overpay. Um, at the same time, um, when buyers concentrate too much on the cost and the price, um, they forget what they could miss or what they're missing by not taking action and by not buying the property and by by taking the time to analyze and then miss on the deal. So there's also an opportunity cost in this case for missing the deal. So um, buyers tend to not factor that in. So if you're looking at a property, you concentrate on the purchase price per square foot, how much you're paying for it, but you are not factoring in how much you could miss if you don't get the deal. So that's something that, um, that can help you push through that um, resistance when you're looking at deals. So um, if you're looking at a property and you, you tend to look on, on, the, on the price, also factor in what you will miss if you don't get the deal, if you don't um, uh, get the right price. So if you're willing to pay the, the price now, then, um, then um, the, um, if you wait too long, then you might not be able to, um, to, to get that opportunity. So in the long term, you will miss out that, that, that price. Um, so, uh, so in, in general, so if you're looking at a, at a deal, um, you, it's okay to look at the price, look at the price per square foot, the selling price, but also look at what the opportunity cost will be if you don't get that deal, if you miss out on that. So that's something that can help you push through, make the deal and maybe come up closer to where the seller is and try to make a deal and land the, the property. Uh, number two um, tip that can help you is uh, think of timing. Um, a lot, of, a lot of every buyer look at the property and don't want to overpay, want to pay the right price or below market or market deal. Um, but they also don't think about the time that they're holding. So if you think about the the, the if whether it could be five years, ten years, or forever, um, who knows? Maybe you're Warren Buffett and you want to uh, hold the property forever. And then the timing um, helps you and it works in your favor. So if you want to buy the property and even if you pay an extra couple thousand dollars or in the case of a large property, a couple hundred thousand dollars in the, in the time period, the holding period, um, that extra money will be less relevant and will become mini minimal compared to what you have made on the property and compared to what you have um, made in this case in capital gains or dividends from the property. So when you, when you're looking at the property, also think about the holding time. If it's five, ten, five years, ten years, uh, not necessarily what you will pay, but what is that extra couple thousand dollars or hundred thousand dollars difference? It's going to make over that that period of time. Is it really going to make the deal break you the deal, or is it going to no, not necessarily bankrupt you, but is that extra 5,000 or 100,000 in, in case of large deals are going to make a difference in the holding period. So over 5, 10, 20, 50 years, is that $100,000 or whatever extra you think you need to pay for that property, is that going to make a difference? 
So that's something that can help you push through that um, analysis paralysis instead of thinking of, oh, I have to get the right price today or, or I'm going to overprice. But think about it, how, how that will be over 5, 10, 20 or whatever time horizon you expect to hold the property. Um, Latin, number three, repairs. Um, very important and, and buyers um, ask the right questions and one of the more important questions they ask is the roof. What is the age of the roof? Um, when it was uh, changed, any leaks, which is uh, totally normal and we recommend all, all buyers to do that. Um, at the same time, when buyers tend to dig too deeper into getting every single detail, then we run into analysis paralysis. So what we recommend is to do a quickly, quickly assess any repairs needed and concentrate on the large expenses, in this case, the roof, uh, structural, any electrical, mechanical, anything that's large investment that's going to cost and that may cost unforeseen expenses. The smaller, the, the smaller ones, cosmetic, uh, painting, floors, windows, uh, moving walls, uh, lighting, those are, might be minor expenses that again, in the long term, may not make a lot of difference in your return and, and can help you push through this analysis paralysis and get you the deal. So when you're looking at the property, quickly assess what are the, what are the uh, repairs that needs to be done, concentrate on the large, on the large expenses and, and go from there. And then you, you can see whether the property makes sense or not. Um, once you see if the roof needs to be replaced or what needs to be done, major repairs. And then um, once you have it under contract, once you have control of the property, then you can go and pick up every single detail and get a, a true estimate of every single line item from the floors to the lights and everything that needs to be done during the diligence. But now you have control of the property. So uh, don't wait until, until uh, you get all the information to make an offer. Make an offer, get it under control, get it under, under contract, take it off the market, and then you start doing your inspections for that. So in, in the case of also of, uh, of open permits, a lot of buyers want to know open permits, any violations, uh, it's totally normal. You have to do that and you should do that. Uh, but do it under due diligence, not before you make an offer or before you get a property under contract. Um, it, it, it will be a waste of time to do that before you get control of the property. Um, so that's repairs. Um, next is a property class. So uh, in the property class, um, there is um, every investor may have their criteria. Some investors are more open than others. And, and um, in this case, to avoid analysis, paralysis or being just standing uh, be flexible and, and look at options. Uh, many investors might be concentrated only on the class A, a 32 clear, high ceilings, uh, brand new development with a class A tenant for 10 years. So those deals are very competitive um, and the trade are very, very high rates, low cap rates, and it's, it's challenging. So, it, and then you are going to analyze those and, and miss out on opportunities where you could add value in other sectors like a class C or truck terminals or properties that have um, extra yard, extra parking that can yield more in the long term. So uh, be flexible, look at other options and, and don't uh, paralyze yourself with just looking at one property that, um, that may not give you the flexibility and, and just um, miss you, make you miss opportunities um, outside your target. And last one on this is a local loss. Um, same as same as repairs. Just uh, do a quick assessment of what the what the zoning is. And if you're buying it for your business, uh, make sure the 
the zoning allows for the type of use, if it's manufacturing, if it's cold storage, if it's mechanic, if it's uh, light, light distribution, light manufacturing, if there's chemicals involved, um, you can quickly do a search on, on the municipality and, and see if it's allowed. And, 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 and same thing as an investor, if you're looking at, at as an investment, um, you can check if it's an industrial uh, zoning and if, if all the tenants are there are allowed to use that, you can make a quick assessment of that. Then once you have it under control, once you make a deal, you have it under contract, you can go deeper into digging more and getting letters from the county, letters from the city, um, confirming the use that you are going to use and, and potentially if you're going to use the building, get the, per the appropriate permit, apply for the zoning or, or if it needs to be rezoned, you can do that during the, the diligence period. But more importantly, um, just check a, a quick assessment um, that will uh, at least get you up uh, somewhat of a pre-approval on the on the zoning on end use and then once you have it under contract you can go deeper and, and get more authorization and more confirmation from the municipality about the use that you will be doing the property um, so that's those are the top five that we pick and that we want to feature in this podcast again you can go to our website warehousesmarket.com under blog you will see the entire article how industrial investors can avoid analysis paralysis and here we have eight um, topics eight things that uh, investors can can do uh, to avoid being um, sitting on the sidelines and uh, and overanalyzing a deal and then missing out of the deal so these are things that that we uh, have learned and that can help uh, investors and users um, uh, move forward without having to stay stay there and miss out on the deal. Uh, so hope this helps. Um, again, one of our uh, team members is happy to help you. If you have any questions, you can email us, uh, call us, and we'll be happy to guide you or answer any questions you may have on this type of topic. And, and we're happy to help you with any uh, search of the property and also on the uh, sale of the uh, of industrial property. Um, the next section in our podcast is uh, feature property. And although we have done feature properties in the past, we also work with buyers and tenants in the search of properties to purchase and properties uh, to lease. So in this uh, episode, we want to uh, feature a requirement that we have for one of our clients. And again, you can go to our website under properties. Uh, you'll see property needs. And there you can see uh, the outline of all the requirements that we have from our customers um, from 10,000 uh, to parking and in this specific episode we want to feature a requirement for a, a perishables company that's looking to lease or purchase 50,000 to 100,000 square feet of industrial space ideally with refrigeration although they can install the refrigeration and this would be uh, to lease or purchase with a minimum office of about 5,000 square feet um, and they, they would like to be close to Miami International Airport, um, but the closer the better, but they're flexible to move if there's something uh, far, a little far, um, not too close to the airport, but um, they would like to be in a couple miles from that, from that location. And um, so if, uh, if you're an owner or if you, if you are, uh, are a tenant and have a space um, and looking to lease or, or, um, or sell the property, then uh, please uh, send us an email or give us a call and we'd love to discuss the opportunity to uh, bring a tenant or a buyer for the building. Again, it's a 50 to 100,000 square feet to purchase or lease uh, with refrigeration ideal, but it doesn't have to be refrigeration. 
um, they can install the refrigeration, uh, but the size has to be 50 to 100,000 square feet. The target target space will be 60 to 70,000 is the sweet spot of um, a space, but we want to broaden the um, the range to make sure we look at all, on all other options. And um, so that's that's the requirement that we have. Again, if you if you're an owner and has some space, 50 to 100,000 square feet to lease a purchase, please let us know, and we'll be happy to um, present that to our client. Uh, looking to lease or purchase. The next session is the industrial tip and a lot of you have given us good comments about this on our social media and we love seeing those those feedback and I'm glad it helps some owners with uh, different things that we post on, on, our, on our Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter. Um, the industrial tip for today is related to what we are discussing is um, basically uh, we're we want to buyers to take action and i know you you see me mentioning this a lot on social media um, how we want buyers to commit to a deal we want them to um, push and make an offer and it's not because we are brokers and we want to make a deal it's because we don't want the buyers to miss out on the opportunity and applies for tenants too tenants can look at a space and and overthink the design, overthink the loading, and, and in a month or two or weeks, that space is gone. And so uh, we, we want to uh, push um, buyers and tenants to commit to a space. If the space is closely matches what you're looking for, make an offer first, get it under control, get it under contract, take it off the market, take it away from other buyers or tenants, then conduct your diligence and go deeper into what you're looking for and what you need to look for during the, uh, the inspection period. No, there's no sense of, of overanalyzing a deal when you don't have a deal. So if you spend weeks and uh, endless time and money in overanalyzing a deal and you're ready to commit and then you find out the deal is gone. So um, it's important to make an offer first, look at the property, if a close match is what you're looking for, make an offer, get it under control, get a deal, get a signed contract, and then start your due diligence, which <clears throat> that has been the, the winning the winning strategy to make that deal. So no secret, uh, get, get, it on, get, uh, get, uh, get the offer going and that will, that will get you the right deal before anybody else. So, um, so that helps, so we try to keep it short and simple as many of you have, have, uh, have uh, suggested. And uh, we'll keep putting out more information on a weekly basis. So you guys keep following us. Uh, we appreciate your comments. We appreciate your feedback. And we appreciate your business above all. Um, our team is happy to help uh, many businesses with this leasing and sales of industrial space here in South Florida. And we have done many deals with uh, refrigerated and cold storage facilities and, uh, and also land uh, sites, industrial land sites for companies that, that we represent. Um, we'd love to be of service if you're looking to lease or sell a property here in South Florida or across the country. We can connect you with one of our um, as, uh, members of uh, CCIM or SIOR and they're ensured to work in the same uh, ethics as we do. Uh, well, thanks for following us. Again, you can visit our website warehousesmarket.com for all our latest deals, our latest information and all the um, news on industrial real estate. Um, uh, you can uh, find me on Instagram at Edison Industrial. Um, you can uh, find me on Twitter at uh, Edison CRE. You can find me on LinkedIn at Edison Vasquez PA. 
Um, and as always, you can uh, listen to this podcast at any time on demand at, uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and all the uh, podcast platforms. Uh, additionally, you can watching you can watch this episode on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Comreal Edison. You'll see all the episodes along with all of our videos that we make um, uh, with tips and information on the industrial real estate market. Well, thanks for following us. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Leave us your questions and your comments. We appreciate it. We'll talk next time. Uh, take care. Be safe. Be profitable. Take care.